many of us are looking for our Mr. Right, our Boaz, and for the most part, I'm sure we all think we're pretty great. Why, don't, why haven't we found a good man? But that's a question we're going to ask today is, are you really a good thing that your Mr. Right is looking for? So stay tuned to Wonderful Life. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't want to be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Are you looking for your Mr. Right, your Boaz? A lot of us single women really want to find a good man. But the question is, are you a good thing? Are you the good thing that that Boaz is looking for? Now, most of us go, yes, I am. But we're going to really get a little bit deeper into that question on this episode of Wonderful Life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of describing how it feels when you've made peace with being single. Now, I know there are a lot of women out there who prefer singleness. They want to be single. I'm not one of them. I've always wanted to be married and have a family, but I'm well over 40, and that hasn't happened for me. And that's always been a source of sadness for me because part of my definition of a fulfilled life is being a wife and a mother. But I got to the point where I said, well, the singleness isn't changing, and I really just want to be happy. So I better figure out how to make peace with being single. And that's what wonderful life is all about. It's not about getting to a place where you've given up or you hate men or you say, I don't want a man. Uh, I want a man. Wonderful life is about helping you be peaceful and happy and content while you're single. Hopefully your Mr. Right will come along, but if he doesn't, you're okay anyway. Now today what we're going to talk about is being the right person for your Mr. Right. A lot of us have made the list of what it is that we're looking for in a man. I remember one of my male friends wanted for a long time to find someone who was like a pretty much a bikini model, okay? Like a fitness competitor. He wanted this perfect like gym rat woman. The problem is he's not a perfect gym rat guy. And the same is true a lot of times for women. So if you want this guy who's like ripped up and healthy and, you know, really muscular and he's in the gym all the time and he looks like a model, you pretty much need to be on that level too. Now, I know you're probably going to talk about, well, look at this guy who's with this girl who's not like that. That's fine. But I'm just saying, normally when you're looking at those types of characteristics, those folks can find other people who are like them. My point is that in order to be attractive to your Mr. Right, you kind of have to have some, some things going on in your life. I don't know about you, but I've gone on dates with men sometimes where, you know, it's like we're just, just an initial meet and greet. I call that a date zero. It's like a meet and greet. We just meet and have a cup of coffee and kind of see if there's any chemistry. And that's where I find out things like uh, he doesn't actually have his own place. He lives with his parents or he lives with friends, meaning like crashing on their couch. And frankly, at our age, you ought not to have roommates. Or, oh, I just lost my job yesterday. I was on a date with a guy and he's like, yeah, I just like on the way over here, my boss called me and fired me. I'm like what? 
or they just finished declaring bankruptcy. And I want to be like, listen, get it together. Like, don't be trying to find a girlfriend until you get your act together. Now, a lot of times those guys are looking for a woman to support them financially or give them a place to live. And that's fine, but that's not what I'm looking for. But the same is true with men. Men do like to fix things, but most men aren't looking for a project. They're looking for a partner. While men and women evaluate each other on different things, men do want you to have some things together in your life before you're gonna be attractive to them. And this is where I like to think about, like I've gotta get my S2G, get my S word together. And I wanted to go over a few areas where you need to have your S to G in order to be attractive. Now, first of all, your home. And when I say your home, I mean like your environment. This would be your car, the place that you live, even your office. One of the benefits men desire from a relationship is domestic support. This doesn't mean that they need you to cook and clean all the time, but they do need a woman who can help manage a home. It doesn't mean that you have to scrub the toilets, but you better be able to have someone else come in and do it. And a lot of times men aren't even hung up about whether you rent or own. They wanna make sure that you are making good financial decisions. But I mean, I've never had a man say, well, I'm not gonna date you because you sold your house and now you're renting. When I owned my own home, I never had a man say, you know what, I'm not interested in dating you because your house isn't fancy enough. I never lived in a big fancy house in an expensive part of town, but my home was always neat and clean and tidy, and I didn't have any debt other than my mortgage, which I was servicing easily. If you can't take care of your small apartment, then why would a man think that you would take care of a nice big home he might buy you? If you're not willing to get rid of the old newspapers and magazines and all the clutter, then why would he think that you're going to value or take care of anything that he would give to you? Now you might say, well, when I meet a man, I'll clean out, you know, I'll get everything organized because we're gonna get married and I'm gonna move with him into a no home. What I'm saying is he may not be able to get to that point of wanting to take that step with you if you don't have your S to G. Now again, this doesn't mean that you have to have all decorator furniture and your house doesn't need to look like something out of Architectural Digest but are you taking care of what you have? Is your space neat and tidy and clean? Every bit of research on clutter tells us that physical environmental clutter drains your brain. It makes you anxious, it makes you tired, and when you're going out into the world with that type of energy, you're not attractive. And if you're embarrassed to have anybody over to your place, that's a problem too. And what about your car? Do you take care of it? It's not about do you have an expensive car or a brand new car? I buy cars and I keep them for a very long time. The car I have right now is coming up on 15 years old, which I always have a hard time remembering that because I take really good care of it. And it looks fantastic. My dad, I saw my dad a few months ago and he was like, hey, did you get a new car? I'm like, no, dad, this is the same car I've had for like 10 years or 15 years and he goes, Oh, you must, did you just get it detailed? Like, no. But I just take really good care of it. It doesn't have garbage in it. I keep the interior very nice and clean. I take care of the car. I keep it washed and waxed and maintained. 
I've never had a man look at me and say, you know what, I really was attracted to you, but your car's a 2005. I just, I, I don't want to go out with you again. But I take care of my things. And so I think what that communicates is, if I was with someone and he said, girl, we need to get you a new car, if we were married and he said, guess what, here's the keys to a brand new car, he knows I would take care of it. Here's the thing, men are providers, but they don't want to provide in vain. Think about when you were a child or maybe you have children and you don't want to buy your kids stuff and then they trash it and they're like, I, I need another bicycle. And you're like, well, you left the other one in the driveway. I ran it over, it got rusted out in the rain. Why would I buy you something new when you don't even take care of what you have now? And I think the same thing is true with men. If you're taking care of what you have now, then that gives him a sense of confidence that he can trust. You will take care of what he is providing you with. All right, I mentioned a few minutes ago your finances. Is your S to G in terms of your money? Now, again, I've never had a man who was dating me who said, I don't feel like you make enough money. I'm not gonna date you anymore. I've never known men who have said, I wouldn't date a woman based on her income. Most of the time what I've heard them say is, they're not even that upset about what her job is. Well, a lot of men don't want you to be a stripper, for example, but maybe you're a teacher and you only make like 32,000 a year, or maybe you're a bartender or you wait tables and you don't make a lot of money. But what men frequently look at is, are you responsible? Are you dedicated? Are you reliable? Do you have a plan? And no matter how much you're making, are you a good financial manager? No man is looking for a woman who has run through her finances and destroyed her own credit and racked up credit card bills, and now he can come in and save you from all your problems and you can run through his money too. And listen, I've asked that question to men of all ages, including college students, and all the guys tell me like, mm -mm, no thanks. No, I don't want a woman who's a financial disaster. So you just need to make sure you have your S to G. Are your bills paid on time and in full? If you're carrying debt, do you have a plan to pay that debt off? Are you being responsible? Are you investing and saving for your retirement? Do you have a savings account? Another area where you need to have your S to G is your physical health, your body. Here's a fact of evolutionary psychology and Women don't want to hear this, but this is the truth. This is what science tells us. Women value men with resources. So most women want a man who can provide. Men value youth and beauty in women. And that goes back to, you know, caveman days. So if you were pregnant <laughs> and had ch small children, like up until five years old, you couldn't get enough food to feed yourself and a baby. You needed someone to take care of you. You needed a man to take care of you. Men want to know that they're with someone who can provide offspring. And so they're attracted to youth and beauty. Now, when you're over 40, like I am, and probably many of you are as well, this isn't about saying that like you need to look like a 25-year-old model. But a lot of women my age get into this thought that like, well, he should just love me for who I am, or he should just love me for my personality. But he won't get a chance to love your personality if he's not attracted to you physically. Now, physical attraction won't make him stay. Your personality will make him stay. 
but he's never going to even get to your personality if he's not attracted to you physically. And here's the deal, and this is probably really politically incorrect, um, and you know, you can let me know if you're angry about this, but this is the truth. I understand that all this political correctness right now and, you know, inclusion and everything, you know, like all the fashion companies and beauty companies, they're using like a bunch of like plus size overweight models so that nobody feels bad. Okay, that's fine, but I'm just gonna tell you, the majority of men, when you ask them, what are they attracted to you? 95% of them are not attracted to women who are unhealthy and overweight, sorry. Now, you don't have to be real thin and look like a twig. Most men actually report being most attracted to an hourglass shape. But it goes back to what I said about your finances in your home. Are you doing the best you can with what you have? Are you taking care of your body? Are you getting your regular screenings and checkups? Are you taking care of your teeth? Are you getting your eyes checked? Are you seeing your doctor regularly and taking care of your body? And listen, the older you get, things are gonna change. They're not gonna be like they were when you were 25 or 30. It's not about trying to look like a 25 year old. It's about doing the best you can with what you have. I've had many men in their 50s tell me, well, I don't know, you know, women my age, they just kind of look like they gave up and their best years are already behind them. And, and as women, we might go, wow, that's, you know, shallow and unfair. But listen, you know, if we want to say we want to look for a man who's got his S to G and who's a good provider and has a career, okay, well then that's fine. But then you need to know that men are looking for women who are going to be more youthful and beautiful. Now, I'm saying youthful, meaning you're healthy, you're active, okay? You're not like depressed and sitting around all day eating cookies. One friend of mine uh, who's my age, his wife is, I don't know, a good 15 years younger than we are. And I made kind of a little snarky comment to him about that one day. I was like, you know, something about like, well, you know, guys our age, they just want to marry younger women anyway. And he was one of the ones who told me, he said, well, you know, I would have loved to have married someone closer to my age, but, you know, most of the women my age kind of look like they gave up. And, you know, his wife is, is very beautiful, nice, very nice woman. I, I really like her a lot. And I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, he had a good point. And look, everything I'm saying isn't about, you know, so you can find a man. It's about you getting your S to G so that you can feel content and secure and confident in your life. Because the number one thing that men say that they find sexy is confidence. But you're not going to feel confident when your house is a mess and everything's cluttered up. You're overwhelmed by debt and you don't feel good. So when you get your S to G, it helps you come from more of a place of confidence and contentment. And then you're out in the world feeling confident, which is sexy, and peaceful. Well, that is more attractive, meaning it attracts to you that which you are looking for. And even if it doesn't happen, then you're still happy. And that's the whole point of Wonderful Life is for you to be happy whether or not you have a man. Now, Wonderful Life is a dialogue, not a monologue. And we wanna know what you think. What do you think? Do you have your S2G? Put that in the comments and let us know. It's really hard to have your S2G and feel like you've got it together emotionally if you're dealing with a broken heart. And so you might wanna check out the ABCs of healing. 
If you go to bit.ly forward slash ABCs of Healing, it's free. It's a quick video program that I take you through to help you jumpstart some healing from a broken heart. You might also want to go to wonderfullife.com. That's where we post a new blog every Friday. You might want to sign up for our newsletter. And plus, we have lots of nifty merchandise there for you. And you might want to check that out. And join us next time right here on Wonderful Life.